Prepare your heart to be moved by God through the preaching and teaching of His Word as delivered at Truth Gatherer's Dream Center Church. Mark the fifth chapter, I'm starting to read at verse 25 and I'll go to 34. And it reads, And a certain woman which had an issue of blood how long y'all? 12 years. And have suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had. And was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind him and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and, excuse me, and told him all the truth. Final verse. And he said, his response to everything we've read, and he said, Jesus said unto her, daughter, thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Again, verse 34. And he said unto her, daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Be, go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Again, I'm preaching again from winning in the crisis of uh, the sermon today. Your faith ignites prophecy father we thank you for the word thank you for open ears and open hearts to receive this word that will stir us to good works and cause us to remember what you said about our lives in jesus name we pray amen uh, this part of this message today as we have been traveling through mark 5 and these verses about this certain woman who has this issue of blood for 12 years um, one of the things we have to note here, and we cannot ignore, we cannot ignore her faith. Because her faith is the very thing that Jesus honors in these verses of scripture. It is her faith. He honors her faith. He doesn't honor and look at her issue. He doesn't look at her past, her weaknesses, or her mistakes. He's able to minister to her because of her faith. The Bible tells us, Hebrews 11 and 1, it says, faith is the substance of things hoped for. If you want to know what gives you the strength and gives you the tenacity to go through pain, turmoil, and trial, and hard circumstances, it is faith. Faith is substance. It is substance. It's more than a just belief system. It is also a belief system that transfers power. Uh, because of what you believe by faith, it gives 
gives you motivation, it gives you charisma, it gives you energy to go forth. Faith is substance. It is substance of things you are hoping for and it is evidence of things that are not seen. And we have to learn how to have faith for what we can't see. This woman is a great model of what it is to have faith. The Bible says when she heard of Jesus, she came behind him in the press. Now, we do see faith in motion. That's in verse 27 in that verse when she heard of Jesus. But the truth of the matter is she had faith before she heard of Jesus. Let me explain it like this. Faith is something that God has given to all mankind. He has given all of us a measure of faith. Faith again is substance but it's all about what you do with that substance. And so I first want you to recognize that God as the creator of the universe and you and I as humans, he created us and has given us a measure of faith. Without even accepting him as Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, even without all of that, he's given us faith to function in everyday life. I want you to understand that you and I use faith every day. We use faith. If I would sit down uh, on this stage, for example, I'm standing on this platform right now and standing on this stage preaching the word of God. When I came up on the steps, I had faith that these steps and everything that causes this platform to be strong would uphold me. Now, I haven't failed yet. I haven't tumbled yet. Nothing has crumbled yet because I had faith that the wood here and everything that it takes to make this platform would uphold me. That was faith. We use faith every day in everything we use. You don't try anything unless you have faith in it. Have you ever, somebody said, do this, do that. No, I'm not doing that. The reason you don't do it because you don't have faith in it. I want to first get us to recognize that God in his infinite wisdom and knowledge gave every man faith. The reason he did that because he couldn't wait for you to accept him to give you faith because it takes uh, faith being in you already for you to come to him. Oh, it takes faith being in you already. And so God helping you and I, you and I out in life, helping us, getting us, giving us a leg up in life, gave each man a measure of faith. So I don't care where you're from, hallelujah, everybody born in the earth has been given a measure of faith. This this woman had faith in operation before she met Jesus. Slow down with me. You will see if you ain't catching it yet. Slow down with me. She had faith already. The Bible shows us that she's moving and she's mobile and she goes to doctors and she spent all that she had. All right. If she's going to physicians to see about her healing, it shows us that she has faith. But what she's doing is she's putting faith in doctors. I don't see nothing wrong here in the text with having an issue of blood and then going to a doctor to see what a doctor can do about your ailment. You and I do that all the time 
that or we should do that all the time when we're not feeling well and we should go to the appropriate area designated person that can help us and remedy our situation this woman has faith already in operation again God has gifted every man a measure of faith and what really uh, transforms a person's life is, a, is a really about what they do with what God has given them so this woman has faith and she's trying she's trying to find her breakthrough by going to the doctors and you and I know that we've went to the doctors many times and many times through the prescription all right, the medicine, we've been made well. So we're not going to fault her here for going to doctors, all right? She uses the faith in doctors to try to remedy her situation. But it also, this text also helps to highlight that although we put our faith in other things, there is nothing like putting your faith in Jesus. See, faith has to be put in something. Faith has to be pointed towards something we see that she has put her faith in physicians her faith in doctors but there will come a time just like it did in her life that you have maybe tried everything else everybody else every time you've tried everything alcohol drugs friends anything else you thought was gonna help you get through this thing but there will come a defining moment in your life where you will have to shift and target your faith towards God. Meaning, if God don't bring me out, I don't believe I'll ever come out of this. If God don't ever change this thing, I don't believe I'll ever come out of this. Sometime in life after trying all the natural things in life, we'll find that we have to shift our faith from just the natural realm and move into the spiritual realm and trust God to bring us out of this situation. But I first wanted you to recognize that you and I use faith every day. I got to awaken you to the fact that you're using faith already. Lord help me. I got to awaken you to that. That you're already using faith every day. Every moment. Even the moment that you decide that you're going to prepare for work tomorrow. If you go home or right now you iron your clothes. You put them on the hanger. You put them up on the side of your room and you say that's what I'm going to wear to work tomorrow guess what that's a sign that you believe you're going to be alive tomorrow I'm trying to tell you that you and I use faith every day and God tells this woman and this woman hears in her spirit where I've been practicing faith every day I might as well shift my faith towards Jesus and it says she heard of Jesus she began to shift her faith towards Jesus begin to come behind him in the press but against all the odds, against everybody who's standing there with her, against the crowd, she decides that she's about to trust God. Have you do you remember that moment where everything else failed and you decided I'm about to trust God? Do you remember that moment when everything else fell through and you decided I'm just gonna trust God? Do you remember that moment that nothing was going right in your life? Your life was spiraling backwards, just like this woman. It says she grew worse. Do you remember? But do 
you remember the decision you made that I'm just going to trust God? Somebody just put that, I'm just going to trust God. I'm just going to, she decided to get out of the, out of her house again and go and trust this Jesus who she heard had healed many. And it's because of her faith that Jesus singles her out because of her faith Jesus says somebody has come and pulled on kingdom virtue out of me somebody has accessed my power somebody has accessed my glory somebody has accessed it because I know through their faith they have pulled out glory it shows you let me slow down it shows you what your faith actually does your faith actually leaves the natural realm and moves into the spiritual realm and so faith is not just a cup where you can pour things in you the bible describes that your faith is the cup of your salvation but faith is also an arm your faith is also an arm and when you start trusting God your faith reaches from the natural realm into the spiritual realm and when she reached out by faith and touched Jesus Lord help me by with the hem at the hem of his garment Jesus said somebody has just reached into the heavens somebody has just drawn healing and virtue out of me and again the disciples are bewildered by this question because everyone else is sitting there thronging and in the press but Jesus says I know the difference of those who are living and walking by faith I can discern who's really living and walking walking by faith is what Jesus is saying he said somebody here wants something somebody here has used their faith to ignite a promise somebody here has used their faith to ignite God's goodwill he said somebody touch me and at that moment as he looks around about he finds a woman trembling and he begins to single her out after hearing her story and listen what Jesus says in verse 34 to this woman he says unto her daughter the first thing he calls her is daughter let me tell you something sometime after going through a trial and a tribulation sometime in the process you feel like you're losing your identity you feel like you you're losing who you really are especially when you're in a fight for life especially when you're fighting to survive especially when you're fighting just to keep your image up and keep your persona up sometimes you lose a sight of who you really are in the battle but Jesus because of faith uh, has touched him faith makes him respond and the first thing he calls this woman is he calls her a daughter he, he is and in other words he embraces this woman with his words now I don't know about you all of us can act like we're the strongest people on the earth but there are times in your life when it seems like life has beat you down and like nothing you want somebody to acknowledge you you want somebody to affirm you you want somebody to recognize who you really are not just by your issue but by your promise and Jesus turns around and tells this woman that she's a daughter 
water. Oh, that may not mean nothing to you, but if you've been going through and you seem to lose your identity, and here comes the master of every issue, and he turns around and says, it don't matter what you've been through, you're still a daughter. He says that you are belong to me. In other words, you're mine. That's what he says, daughter. Not just somebody's daughter, but he recognizes her as his daughter because you're living by faith. You're walking by faith. And then because faith is in you, you belong to me. And he takes ownership of who she is. He takes ownership of who she is in a very loving way. He calls her daughter. Uh, it's the spirit of faith in action that ignites prophecy. Now this woman has moved Jesus. Let me tell you something. If you ever use your faith and your faith moves Jesus, he'll start speaking. He'll start prophesying to you. He'll start reminding you of who you really are. He'll start reminding you why you went through what you went through. If you can just muster up faith and press through in your faith to please God, God will start telling you why you had to go through what you had to go through. And after all of that, it'll be worth it to go through it. He has a way of erasing all your pain. He has a way of erasing all your misery. He has a way of saying, I never want to go through it again, but since I come through it again, I'm better since I've been through it. I'm better since I come out of it. He has a way of putting the icing on the top and a cherry on top of your situation. And this woman hears the words of Jesus that says, daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. He begins to tell her the rewards of her faith. That if, number one, it makes her a daughter. You and I, by faith, are a part of the covenant of God. And when we have faith, it reminds God that we belong to him. And this woman is called daughter. He affirms her. He embraces her with his words. He says, daughter, thy faith have made thee whole. Now, wait a minute. Jesus is saying more than we what she was after he is saying more than what she was after he said her faith made her whole wait a minute we hear in the first few verses that this woman had an issue of blood and she was seeking a healing of her issue honey so he didn't say her faith have made thee healed he said her faith had made thee whole Jesus has moved into the prophetic realm Jesus has moved into the spirit realm and he's not just talking about healing he's talking about wholeness she was after healing through faith but when faith gets in the room heavens will open up and you'll start hearing more than you ever thought of this woman is now in the presence of Jesus and Jesus is saying basically you was after healing but through faith I've given you wholeness I've taken your faith and on the platform of your faith I brought you more than out of your 12 year issue I moved you into a life of fullness you're not just going to walk around and just be healed of the issue that was plaguing you but I'm going to actually touch every aspect of your life many times we don't understand that faith will ignite the will of God and now this woman who's been amazed by her journey is now in the place of moving from healing to wholeness. I want to say this to some of us. Some of us have focused only on the issue. 
And because of the issue, we have only focused on being happy. Lord, I want to just be happy. If I can get this issue from me, I just want to be happy. And sometimes happiness has tricked us. If I can just get this thing fixed in my life, I'll be happy. And we've missed it. We've missed it because happiness has to do with what is happening. Happiness has to do with what is happening. Another way of saying it is happiness it means what is surrounding you and it means your inward is 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 determined by your external meaning what is happening external it what gives you the image internally on how you're going to live this woman actually is learning to live by faith and not be happy oh i'm gonna say it again this woman has learned to live by faith and not be happy she learned to function by faith when she wasn't happy many times because many of you and I are not happy we allow that to keep us from walking by faith but this woman says no if I'm going to move in life by faith I can't do it based on the external I remind you again faith is the substance of things hoped for and it is evidence of things I can't see so to really move in faith you can't be living based on being happy that means you got to learn to praise when you're not happy you got to learn to shout when you're not happy you got to learn to rejoice the bible even say in tribulation lord help me i will rejoice that means your praise got to be unconnected and disconnected from what's happening that means in the midst of bad news you got to learn how to praise god because your praise is not connected to external your external don't speak to your internal it's your internal that speaks to your external the saints used to say it like this the joy help me holy ghost that i have the world external the world external didn't give it to me that means the world the external can't take it away this woman has learned how to move by faith and not be happy I'm trying to make sure some of you are moving in life in this season no you don't like the job you're on no you don't like how your family is going no you don't like this situation of COVID-19 no you don't like you got a whole lot of things that you are unhappy about but don't you allow the external to keep you from moving by faith don't you allow what they said you could not do what they said you could not have stop you from planning for what God's about to do this woman has learned to live by faith and not by happiness lord help me and because of that jesus says you are my daughter you are born of me this is my faith virtue living in me this is my inheritance living in me because you've learned to live by faith lord help you've learned to live by faith and he begins to prophesy to her her faith has ignited prophecy and i'm telling you today your faith will ignite prophecy not only is she healed but she moved to wholeness because healing what we think healing is many times healing won't make you happy hmm. 
But Jesus says, I'm going to fulfill your joy and I'm going to move you into wholeness. See, happiness is not even a permanent state, but wholeness is. See, And we get confused between the two. We look for things to make us happy instead of things to make us whole. And Jesus says, you learn to live by faith and you was ignoring happiness the whole time. <laughs> Can I tell you the truth? I don't do everything because it makes me happy. Some of the things I do that's right, uh, it, it, I, don't, I wasn't happy when I had to do it, but it was the right thing to do. It was the thing to do by faith. No, I wasn't happy about it, but it was the right thing to do. And when you activate faith like that, it ignites prophecy. Look again, he calls her daughter, meaning you belong to me. I affirm you. I confirm. I confirm you through your process. If you hadn't heard good words of affirmation, I confirm that you're my daughter. Hallelujah. I confirm that. He said, thy faith and made thee whole. Then he says, go in peace. Be whole of thy plague. He prophesies to her that she can go in peace and be whole of her plague. And so he says, your wholeness includes your healing. I wanted to open up the spirit room today with your faith. I didn't want you to just be having faith for your issue. I want you to have faith for your wholeness. Many of us are starting to shortchange ourselves because of the trouble that we've been going through. So what we say is... If I can just get the thing that it feel like the devil is trying to keep me from, I'll be fine. And we think that one thing that is we seem we can't touch is the thing, that the only thing there is to obtain. And sometimes we only start fighting over small things or just simple things, but God wants more. And sometimes in the fight of life, you got to look at your life a little differently. Sometimes some of the things that confirms that God's going to bless you is not goodness but trouble. I said sometimes you got to look at your life differently because it's not always the good things that confirm better things are on the way. Sometimes it's trouble. I always remember the story of Jesus Christ. They said that Jesus was no one. They said he wasn't no real king. They said he wasn't really the son of God. The Jews said that he was blaspheming. They called him all kind of names. When it came to him to go to Calvary, you remember, they mocked him. They put on a robe um, among him and they took the robe off of him. They put on a thorn as a crown of thorns and they mocked him with a crown of thorns. And they said, look, behold, the king of the Jews. They mocked him. They whipped him. He died, gave up the ghost, but it ain't finished yet. Listen to this. They put him in a tomb and then they put a big boulder and a big stone in front of the tomb wait a minute I thought wait a minute what are we doing what I thought he was not the real king why we got a big stone in front of this tomb why we go and then they didn't stop there they went and put guards in front of the tomb that also had a stone let me pause the moment sometime everything the devil has done to your life is the confirmation of what what God's going to do in your life and the fact that the enemy thought that they can stop Jesus they put a stone in front of the, the tomb and they put guards on the side of the tomb is a sign that 
sooner or later he was going to rise up from what he was going through and many times it is the trouble that you go through that confirms that God's going to bring you out can I get a shot right there many of you all keep looking for something else but I'm trying to tell you or every rejection this woman received to her was confirmation of a yes it wasn't it wasn't the reality of a no but it was the confirmation of a yes it is my belief because this woman had such strong faith that she heard something from heaven before she heard something from the earth it is my belief that this woman heard something in her spirit from heaven before she went to the doctor and heard a no it's my belief that because why every time she heard something in the earth it never shook what she heard in the heaven and what I'm trying to say to you very clearly is the devil can't stop what God has planned for your life if you keep living by faith Lord I help me if you keep trusting by faith your faith will ignite the prophecy and when the enemy thought he can stop Jesus the stones and the guards were confirmation that he was indeed the Christ I'm trying to tell you that the reason you had to have faith is to push through every word of rejection to push through every no because you know in your spirit God told you something if God told you something tell somebody I'm still holding on to what he told me and I believe this is what happens when you live by faith your faith will ignite prophecy your faith will ignite the will of God now this woman through her faith and her resilience not only has healing but has wholeness I'm trying to ignite some of y'all to go beyond the issue and go for the breakthrough I'm trying to ignite some of y'all to go from the thing that is a real issue I'm not trying to downplay or belittle your issues but I'm trying to tell you God has more God has more than what you can imagine here this woman now just thought she was gonna get a healing and got a prophecy that she can go in peace and be whole you know what it means it means her whole life was gonna open up everything that seemed to be delayed everything that seemed to be locked up everything that seemed to be restrained while she was dealing with her issue while she was tending to her issue you know how it is you feel like I've been dealing with this issue for 15 years it has delayed my life I'd have missed my spouse I'd have missed my blessing I could have been further than this by now if I had been dealing with this I could be doing that but God based Jesus basically told her no you about to catch up and I prophesied to somebody today that you about to catch up you about to move past just healing you're going to move into wholeness and your life is going to supernaturally catch up everything you thought you missed you're gonna find out it was waiting on you you were gonna find out it was preserved for you everything you thought you wouldn't have some of y'all need to renew your faith again you were just having faith for the issue but faith has ignited a prophecy faith has opened up the heavens faith has allowed you to hear something that the enemy didn't want you to have you thought you were just wrestling over a problem you thought you were just wrestling over an issue of a 
rejection. But God knows the thing that's coming out your womb. God knows the things that's coming out your spirit. And that's what he says to this girl. He says, daughter, first of all, you a woman. First of all, he says, you a woman. And when your issue being dried up, get ready for a life of multiple increase. Get ready for a life of giving birth. That's what it's saying. It says, with her issue being dried up, now you can move on to marriage. And now you can move on to conception. And now you can move on to birthing. And he says to her, basically, you need to go. You need to get out of here. You need to move on because your life is waiting on you. And somebody today, I'm prophesying to. Somebody today, I'm speaking to you. You're moving from just healing to wholeness. And God said, move on now. Get on out there and get the rest of all I have for you. Your faith has sustained you. Your faith has kept you together through every rejection. Your faith has kept you strong. Your faith has gotten you out of bed on depressed days. Normally like a rainy day like we were experiencing now. Some of y'all be laid up under the covers. But not today. You alive. Your spirit has been awakened. And I'm telling you some of y'all need to move on out in the spirit. Because your faith has made you whole. If you can receive what I'm saying. That your faith has ignited a prophecy. Your holding on has ignited God's will. Your holding on has revealed what you was really fighting for. Hey, glory to God. I need you to right there go ahead and give God praise. I need you right there to go ahead and clap your hands and say, God, I knew there was something better than this. I knew I was fighting over something bigger than this. Go ahead and praise him right there. Your faith, your faith has ignited prophecy. I believe what God is trying to do for us and that's why we reminded you today of the praise and the worship because God wants you to understand you're not holding on for no reason he wants you to understand that you're holding on because of what you felt you're holding on because of what you heard you're holding on for what you you're holding on because of what you felt and you know down deep in your spirit that God got something greater you know down deep in your spirit that God is still birthing something And if you can still keep living by faith, even in this season, your faith is going to ignite prophecy. Your faith and your holding on is going to open up the heavens. And this woman is a great, great model of what it is to live by faith, what it is to be strong during hard times, what it is to to remind yourself of what God says. The Bible says that she said within herself. She kept repeating this thing. Oh, if I could just touch him, I shall behold. You got to remind yourself in this season that God has something great for you. You have to remind yourself that your life is worth living. You have to remind yourself. And reminding yourself will keep you in the flow of faith. Reminding yourself, quoting God's word. Quoting what God said to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to remind yourself. And not just remind yourself. We need to be more thankful than ever before. Come on. We can look at all the circumstances. And I begin to explain to many of you. That the whole nation is grieving right now. The whole nation is groaning and grieving in all types of forms. Because of the abnormal. Because of the changes. Because of the temporary and the uncomfortable there's so much grieving going on in so many aspects of life and I'm not just talking about Tallahassee I'm talking about the world has been grieving for months now but God is still trying to bring forth glory and God is still trying to bring forth his good pleasure and his goodwill 
And I'm telling you today, our faith will ignite prophecy. We can see it clearly here that this woman's faith opened up the heavens. Her faith has opened up the heavens. She got more than just the healing of a 12-year-old issue. She moved into her future. If you will lift your hands, I want to pray. And we'll take our communion right after. But I want to pray. But I want to pray for your faith to remain. I want to pray for your faith to stay strong. I want to ignite you to keep living by faith. Because your faith is going to ignite everything God's been thinking about. Your faith is going to ignite prophecy. Prophecy comes to edify, to build up, and to encourage. Prophecy comes to exhort. He spoke a word of confirmation, a word of affirmation, and a word of direction. Prophecy come to you right now. Keep your hands lifted. Some of you need to be reminded of who you are. You need to be reminded, hallelujah, of who you are. Don't lose sight of what God has called you to do. Don't you lose sight in this season. Hallelujah. While things are delayed and on hold and certain things are slow in certain seasons find the vein of God and don't lose faith find the vein of God find where God is flowing and remember that there is a great prophecy over your life hands lifted father we thank you today for the illustration of your word we thank you today that our faith must stay ignited our faith must stay in operation our faith pleases you God hallelujah our faith pleases you your word says without faith it is impossible to please you and father you was pleased to see this woman's faith in you and father you honored her faith you stopped the crowd you honored her and you spoke a word of destiny to her father i pray god that the heavens will be open for us that we can see clearly in the spirit what is to be done what is to be manifested let none of us grow weary in well-doing oh glory how you promised in your word that we shall reap if we faint not hallelujah glory to god calls us to be steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the lord for as much as we know our labor is not in vain remind us of the scripture that says that we would have fainted unless we believed to see the goodness of the lord in the land of the living wait i say on the lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen that heart calls us to remember while we're holding on calls us to remember what you said to us and father we thank you that this platform of faith will ignite prophecy and we thank you today hallelujah that you're speaking to us all over again we're remembering who we are and why we're going through what we're going through and we're confident that we're coming out on the other side come on i need you to put your hands together with me let's praise him for the word come on your faith your faith ignites prophecy come on praise him i thank you for that word your faith our faith will ignite prophecy and we give your name so much praise and glory in jesus name we pray Amen. As you know, we're still in our transition period, but I thank you for connecting with us. Don't leave yet. Stay with us. We want you to be a blessing in giving uh, today with your tithes and your offering. All right. And it's going to be on the screen, but I also want you to prepare for, prepare for a time of communion. We're being faithful to God. Hallelujah. We're finding out how to continue to use our faith in every situation. Hallelujah. And God has given us the grace and the wisdom to do so. And we want you to join in this time of communion with us, even in your homes. Hallelujah. God gave this to us until we meet again corporately, that we will obey the observance. Hallelujah. 
hallelujah, of the communion. And we continue to use communion as a sign that he will keep us, he will preserve us, he will recover us, he will rescue us, hallelujah. And hallelujah, like I said, for those that didn't join in in the very beginning, we're able to testify that everybody a part of our essential team, hallelujah, have tested negative, hallelujah, for the COVID-19 test. Everybody took a test and had tested negative. That's a blessing you all to praise him. Even the individual who a few days ago had tested positive took another test and had tested negative. And we take that negative they're doing well there are no symptoms whatsoever come on we praise God for his keeping power we praise God for preserving hallelujah glory to God come on we ought to praise him for that right there and even those of our members who have even gone through similar issues God has recovered even people in our congregation hallelujah who's been affected by this virus and they're alive today and they have recovered today come on let's take this communion serious hallelujah god will preserve us and keep us and carry us through this season come on some of you need to go get your cup and go get your bread come on let's take this thing serious that god will preserve us and he told us to do this hallelujah to do this Hallelujah. So we lift the bread. The bread represents your body, the body of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We break it. You was broken for our healing. We eat, eat, we eat all of it. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus, we eat it. We take in holiness, wholeness and holiness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you for it. Thank you for the juice. It represents the blood of the New Testament. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. We are cleansed and made whole by the blood of Jesus Christ. Drink ye all of it. Hallelujah. And we celebrate this time of communion with our brothers and sisters. Father, while we cannot be physically in the same spot right now, even as your word desires us to do in the normal conditions to assemble ourselves and not to forsake that Holy Spirit but we thank you for technology that allows us to share faith in this season as a primary means of connecting and we will do so and stay connected in faith and in purpose until that designated appointed time for us to assemble ourselves back to a physical location we, de we declare that we are still the church in spirit hey glory we are still the church we are still your prized possession we are still the ecclesia by spirit hallelujah universally we are the church hallelujah and we thank you for keeping us together in the spirit of unity don't let no enemy come against our our unity let no enemy of division and discord come against our faith bind us together holy spirit in the spirit realm hallelujah even for a time like this we praise you for it god hey glory to god thank you for the holy communion today Glory to God. And we are sealed through this communion. Through the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. So if you haven't already, go ahead and be a blessing in giving. If you haven't already, go ahead and tithe. All right. So we're just using the wisdom and the grace of God. I thank you for joining in. Do you remember just how good God has been to us as a church, as a congregation? Maybe some of you saw yourselves praising God in the midst of the worship during our time of worship. Amen. Just to rebroadcast. Amen. A special service. And I did it intentionally because I wanted to show you the prophecy. Not that I was focusing on my own self, but I I wanted to show you the prophecy that has gone before us and if we keep living by faith I'm telling you your faith is going to ignite the next realm that God will take you to take you into if you keep living by faith hallelujah if you don't give up and keep pushing you're gonna see everything that God had in mind for your life all right so I love you I look forward to teaching the Word of God with you on this Wednesday night and until that time I believe God will keep us in spirit 
and enjoy. So Father, I thank you for all those who are listening all over the place, all over the world, listening to us minister this word of God, the precious gospel of Jesus Christ. We thank you for keeping our families. We thank you for our children, God, who are returning to school. Hallelujah. Some will be virtual or some will be back brick and mortar. But nevertheless, in any circumstance that has been selected, we seal, we seal a covering over them. We seal a covering over our kids, the ability to still be tuned in, to do well. We thank you for parental wisdom in this season like never before. We thank you for parental discernment, parental uh, grace and strength on what to do and how to do it. And we thank you for faith that rebukes and repels fear. We thank you that you promised hey God if we keep our hearts and minds on you. You promised to keep us in perfect peace. We declare that peace is our portion. We declare that we have the steps and the plans that are appropriate for our lives. God you will give us discernment on what to do and we thank you for our children and the whole climate of the educational system. We thank you for the wisdom and the grace of teachers, support staff, a superintendent of schools, everybody, principals all over our region and in all over the world as children are returning. We ask you, Lord God, for divine wisdom in the leadership. We ask you, oh God, for divine sensitivity. Oh God, we ask you, oh God, for supernatural help. We need your help in a time like this, God. As our children are going back to school and people are trying to make best decisions, we need your help. God, intervene where we are weak. Intervene where we need supernatural help intervene that's our prayer God as the righteous intervene God where we can't see where to go or where we think we do know where to go but you know what's best intervene supernaturally God that we might be preserved for the future glory that we know is in our lives we give your name praise glory and honor in Jesus name we pray amen you know I love you and I can't wait to connect with you again this Wednesday night at 6 30 p.m. Hallelujah. Be blessed. We hope you've been blessed by this fresh word from Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. Pastor Joseph Davis and the congregation invite you to join them. You can find more information by following them on social media. Just look up Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. And we pray that God will bless you richly and abundantly in the coming days, knowing that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him.